two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. What is up? This is Jenna coming on to interview Kevin Raponi, who is currently in Rock of Ages, which is off Broadway. And he educated me. You educated me, right, Kevin? It's, it's 499 seats, which is just under the Broadway amount. That's the idea. So it's Correct. Be- Broadway's 500. Yep. Wow. Did not know that. Fun fact. Love it. Learning. Growing. Kevin, first of all, thank you so much for coming on and doing yet another interview with me because I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> of course. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> um, just to give everyone a background, some background information, Kevin and I did an impromptu interview, oh gosh, over the summer of last so like year. July? Yeah, where we ran into each other near his show, and it had been years, years. Uh, a long time ago. <laughs> it was a while ago. So anyway, let's just say my boobs now touch the ground since I last saw him. So it's <laughs> been some time. Anyway, that being said, Kevin is such an inspirational human being. If you are in the business for more than 10 years, you will see all the people you know start fucking disappearing. It is crazy. And Kevin is one of those people those rare people with stamina and determination. And that's why I needed to interview him again, because I need him to be that example for what you can achieve. So first of all, Kevin, you're welcome. (laughs) First of all, Kevin, thank you so much for being you. Thank you you for being you. (laughs) So Kevin, uh, obviously my purpose is that success doesn't necessarily happen overnight. And I would love for you to share a little bit of your journey before getting into Rock of Ages, which is huge. That's huge. Some of you, you know, I'm sure there's a part of you that's thinking, oh my God, it's not Broadway yet, but dude, that's, you're in a, a beautiful spot. I'm so fucking proud of you. Would you mind talking about some of your ups and downs that you experienced before getting into Rock of Ages? Yeah, totally. I mean, this business is, is not easy. Um, and it's okay to take some time to, you know, there was a time for like four months where I was like, forget it, I'm not auditioning anymore. And it's okay to have those moments and okay to take that time if you're not in love with it at the moment or you're having trouble at auditions or you're just not feeling it uh, for a little bit of time. Um, but I stuck with it and I was 29 when I got my equity card. So I got my equity card really late and I did it the old fashioned way by, by getting those EMC points. And um, when I finally got my card, I didn't work for a year. Um, And then I booked a show. And then the first show after that uh, was Rock of Ages two and a half years later. So there was, there was a lot of struggle um, in the world of equity to get my name out there and get, you know, myself recognized by casting agents in a, in a, you know, a Broadway setting. Um, Even with Rock of Ages, it was eight callbacks you know, nine auditions total in order to book wow. the show. So it's it's a crazy process, and you have to make sure that you 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 stay true to yourself and you love yourself through it, or else it's it's going to be miserable because this business is super hard. Yeah, 
And, and I, 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 gosh, I just love how you put things. It, it really can be so difficult. Two and a half years may, just looking at it from a distance may seem like nothing to some of you. Some people have to wait even longer till they're older. Look at Helen Mirren. Uh, great example. I mean, there's, there's, it's, you never know when that time will come, but having the stamina to keep going, to keep training, to keep singing, to keep putting your, yourself out there is a big deal. And I love how you're bringing up that time off and you took that four months off. Sometimes people take longer time off. I believe Angelina Jolie, I heard years ago, there's a point when she thought, I'm not going to be doing it anymore. She did something completely different. Mm-hmm. But really, yeah, I just, just, I just think it. it's, it's, you kind of organically have to find that place too, you know. Um, in 2017, that was the last show that I had done before Rock of Ages, and it was, it was one of those shows that I had done, and I didn't like anybody, anybody I was really working with, and I, I was happens, huge, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of the show, and it ended up being like one of those experiences where, like, am I going to be happy doing this? Why am I going to these auditions if I'm going to like book a show and be so happy and then go and be miserable? So that was another eye-opening thing too. Like, is this where I want to be? Is this what I want to be doing? So I had that conversation with my agent and I just said, hey, look, these are the things I want to be submitted for. These are the things that I want to go in for. Um, and I was, I just started to be a little bit more picky and a little bit more you know, decisive on the shows that mm. I wanted to go in for and the things I wanted to do, which was really hard. And that shows you, you know, I didn't work for two years because I was being a little bit more picky and I was I wasn't just going in for every single show at every single theater. I was being a little bit more decisive. And that was my journey um, because yes. I, had done, I had done the theme parks. I had done the cruise ships. I did the non-union tours. Um, and I was like, I kind of was like, all right, it's Broadway or bust. It's New York or bust. This is where I want to be. And I decided to finally just start doing that. And everybody has a different journey. You know, I have friends who are 19 years old on Broadway. So it's, it's one of those things that you can't compare yourself to anybody else. And you have to kind of just stay true to your talents and where that where you want to be in the long run and where you want to be in the end and rock of ages off right away or broadway whatever like i mean thousands of people signed up for those auditions on equity um and it was a huge turnout and to be selected among those 16 other individuals in my show i mean that's what you have to think about yeah it's it's such a good show for you you got me thinking of I know two people off the top of my head who I worked with in two different shows, good humans. One, when they did The Little Mermaid on Broadway, she was equity and she is The Little Mermaid and she didn't get, she, she, I think she got a couple callbacks, but then just got cut out of being, and that was her quitting moment. Uh, and then I know someone else who was auditioning for Chorus Line back when it was on Broadway again. And he was getting called back for the, give me the ball, give me the ball, that one. And and a similar thing was got pretty close and didn't get it and and essentially left the business after that. It it takes stamina. I know I keep using that word, but you're going to get rejections with things that you may be so good for, but you just don't get it. And those are really hard. I do not want to minimize my friend's loss for not getting those things. They really thought, oh my God, this is the, this is it. This is the, this is the thing. I have a friend who 
who is going to make, be making her Broadway debut and went to a community theater audition with me in Queens for Fiddler on the Roof and did not get cast and yeah. is about to make a Broadway debut. So it's just like, you know. <laughs> it really is. And, and I've talked to a lot of people in, in casting and a lot of people um, who I'm friends with that are, you know, behind the table, you know, choreographers and directors. And it's really just about filling that puzzle. And um, you could be the most talented person in the room. You could be the best dancer. You can be a phenomenal singer. And you might just not fit in that exact puzzle that they're trying to create. So what I learned through the business is I tried not to take things personally. And I tried not to minimize my talent because as long as you stay true to who you are and, you, and you're, I wouldn't say cocky, but you have to walk into the room like you're going to get it. You know, you have to walk into the room like, and th there's been so many times where I've gotten like all the way to the very end for a replacement or a Broadway company or something and I didn't get it and that just that stinks but it kind of gave me more of a drive to be like oh I got so close I'm going to keep going and I'm mm, going to keep love going that. in and that's I'm such a good that's such a good perspective and it sounds so yeah. simple but I, I love that it's so hard though I mean and you have to treat yourself too like those auditions that I didn't get you know I would go treat myself to a burger and a Bud Light. And sometimes, you know, when I would do well, I would go treat myself to a burger and a Bud Light. You, have to, <laughs> you also have to like take care of yourself too and your sanity. Like, you Of course, of course, absolutely. Yeah. I love that though. I mean, and, and you've had an interesting, which we've spoken about before, an interesting battle on your own for being the strong dancer you are to be like, yo, I sing too. Yeah. You've had that yeah. whole journey too of like getting yeah, the respect. Put you in a category, and as soon yes. as you're in that category, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like sometimes I'm not saying all of them that but, but they put those blinders on and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. Kevin's an amazing dancer, so let's bring him to the you know ensemble dance call. When I I'm you actually, don't know. <laughs> I'm actually like really good for some some principal roles like there's yes, you like are. you know bill calhoun and kiss me kate and billy lawler and 42nd mm -hmm. street and like these, yes. these roles are like made made for me you know in, in ways that i think and then you know i'm in the ensemble i'm you know i'm going in for ensemble tracks so you kind of have to like keep creeping yourself into these epas and like singing and, and reading for these people for them to be able to take you seriously or inviting them you know inviting casting directors to concerts you're doing or cabarets that you're doing or or shows that you're doing, you know, regionally. Um, really just, I mean, 2020, you know, where networking is a huge part of, of keeping consistency through casting and making sure that directors and choreographers are, are recognizing you and, and recognizing your headshot when it's on the table. Yeah, yeah, amen to that, massive amen to that. And when you've been on your journey with auditions, have you seen the people that are showing up to like change like from when when did you see a big switch it's not even half i know there's been a big switch around when did you start seeing that big switch of oh i'm not seeing some of the people anymore um i want to say like two years ago i started to see like you know you always see the the same guys especially for yeah it and, becomes and, like your audition buddies yeah, yeah. oh i know so, like, like, you know, the invited calls, you know, will always be the same guys when it comes to the open calls. You know, it's, it's the younger, the younger guys who probably like can out dance the crap out of you, but they don't quite have a resume yet. Um, so it's like, um, everyone's just like buying for, you know, those five ensemble tracks that are, you know, that are in the yeah. show, especially regionally. Like they're, they're not doing huge ensembles. They're doing like four or five men. Um, and 
you know, you're playing like four different characters throughout the show and they're, they're minimizing stuff like that. Even national shows are, are minimizing um, the ensemble roles. I mean, even the ensemblists who, who I love and I follow and I've done a couple things with, with Bo as well, uh, with Mo as well. I feel like, um, I feel like the ensemble work just is kind of diminishing. You know, there's going to be a bunch of Broadway shows opening with a zero ensemble, all principal contracts. So it's, everybody's going to the same stuff. You're going to see the same people all the time. And I, again, I, I give people props that keep going and keep going and keep going and, and find, and find the happiness with, within going to auditions. Sometimes you just have to wake up, have your favorite cup of coffee with your favorite creamer and be like, I'm going to nail it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And some days <laughs> you're allowed, you're allowed, your alarm is allowed to go off and you're allowed to be like, eh, never mind. Yeah. And you're allowed to go back to sleep. So it's, it's kind of finding that balance of, of making sure that you stay happy and because you don't want to go to auditions and be miserable. That's the last thing that you want to do. Because yeah, and it's really hard. It, I, I think that's such a good point that it's okay to sometimes just take care of you if you need to. It's really? funny, I actually had a friend yesterday uh, who texted me and said, oh, I didn't get any work done, done today. And, and, I, and I had to remind her that you just need a time for yourself. Totally fine to just said, yeah, that's true. She had taken her dog for a walk, you know, and just, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you just needed to. Sometimes you just need to. Especially in this business, you have to take care of your body and your mind at the same time. Oof, yeah. And I love that we are, are getting, I want to say 100%, but getting more appreciative of the mental aspect more. Yeah, that is, that's is really so important. huge. It, that was not discussed when I was growing That wasn't a thing at all. It was just thin, be thin, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, it's like okay. there's this whole thing on like being, being a certain size and taking the classes, but never anything about like, why don't you just take a nap? Like God forbid, you know? Yeah. I think, I think that's one of the, one of the lessons that we really didn't learn in like grammar school, middle school, high school. Like we didn't have like self-care, love, love yourself classes. Like we were never taught to love your, love yourself or, or learn ways to, to, incorporate that into school or incorporate that into our daily lives it was just very much like you read your books and you do your work and that's it and there was really no I mean I don't know where you're from but there was really no empathy it was very much like I mean I had some amazing teachers but nobody really like taught me what I was about to go into the world and do when I turned 18 and yeah. go to school in a different state and like be by myself for the first time I don't think I was really prepared for for what I was in for, especially yeah. in this business. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel like we live in a new era compared to our predecessors, the people before us predecessors. I don't know. I feel really smart that that word just came out of my fucking ass, but that's <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I'm a genius. Predecessors. Um, so the people before us, I think they lived in a time when you just accepted it and you sucked it up. Yep, that's exactly what it was. And yeah. and we're we live in a time where it's like no, no, yeah. I disagree. I disagree. We also have higher debt. <laughs> um, things are not as easy to get on Broadway. Was so much easier back in the day. Yeah. Insanely easier. Yeah, oh, holy now, shit! Now there's. I mean, luck. I mean, in beautiful ways and in in difficult ways. There's shows like so you think you could dance, and there's shows like Dancing with the Stars and there's shows like Dance Moms and, you know, these shows are blowing up and kids are like, oh my gosh, I can do this for a living. This is amazing. You know, growing up, I had Rugrats and Doug and the Power Rangers. Like I didn't have these 
amazing. No. So, you know, we had, we had star search. And then when I got into high school, American Idol became something, but like, we didn't have stuff like that. So for, for me and like the little small town of Bristol, Connecticut, for me to be like, you know what, I'm moving, I'm going to school for dance and I'm, you know, you have to have people who, who are behind you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to do it by yourself, especially moving to the city. Like how many kids move to the city and they don't have their parents' help? Like there's and no How way. many who do? How many who do? Yeah. It, it, there's, I mean, I luckily had my parents' help in the beginning, but you know, once I started booking jobs, my dad's like, all right, you're on your own. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's a dog eat dog world and in the audition room and outside of it. You know? Absolutely. But I mean, it, it's, it's, it, at the end of the day, it's going to be us taking care of ourselves, fighting to keep pushing forward. It almost seems like sometimes the easier route, even though it doesn't feel like it, to leave and start doing another job. But it's, it's not. And any life you choose is going to be hard and is going to take work. You just got to figure out which way you want to sweat. Yeah, and you know my stage manager and uh, we just got a new stage manager about a month ago and her journey is just so amazing. I mean, she was, she was a dancer on Broadway and then she became an associate choreographer and then she became a director and now she's a stage manager. And wow. Oh, yeah, love had, that. She had, yeah. She had gotten injured and she couldn't dance anymore. And she's like, I want to stay in theater. And she said she, she loved the idea of stage management and, and being like the mama bear. And she really is like, she, she was a swing. So she gets it. She gets my life. She gets that it's hard. And she's empathetic to me. And it's something, that I've, I've re it's something that I've never experienced having somebody who literally did it. Yeah. Be your stage manager and be your boss and kind of like understand, but also be hard on you at the same time. Cause she's like, I did it. You know what I mean? So there's like, right. and she's happy with her journey. So there's like tons of other ways um, to be a part of the arts, whether behind the scenes or, I mean, I you can make up something new. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I see myself. I see myself staying with the arts. You know, when I'm old and gray, and if I can't dance anymore, you know, maybe I'll be a, a dresser. You know, maybe I'll absolutely. Be I'm doing this for people performers. So yeah, there's there's uh, there's so many ways to eat a Reese's. So I, I definitely agree with you with that, and especially if it means a lot to you. And it's not saying that whatever choice you make is is bad if you end up moving away from theater completely. But totally. there are there are many many options to stay around what you love if you really are like I can't I can't leave it. It's not leaving you. It's not leaving. Yeah. You. Totally. yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm so proud of you. It's just so good to see uh, uh, faces I know <laughs> that are still around. Oh my God. We're still here. Can you believe it? So for those who don't know, we worked at Hershey Park many, many years ago. I was the old one out of the group then. I'm the old one still now. Oh God, no. <laughs> it was no, but I was though. I was. I like My body couldn't handle that when I was at Hershey Park. We were, I mean, our show was insane and we were doing five a day in an outdoor amphitheater. So give yourself some credit. I mean, it was, I, I guess, was, but, but I was, there was 19 years old and I was dying. So. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it so, it's, it was one of those. It's, it's, the, yeah, but it was so easy to keep your weight down. Wasn't that nice? I mean, I oh. was, I was skinny mini. Oh my God. I, I ate whatever the hell I wanted. We could eat whatever we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> It was, was great. During five shows, I was sweating yeah. it off. It oh my God! It was good times. Good times. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for coming and listening to this pre-recorded. It's not live. I feel like I'm ABC where it says like pre-recorded on top. I always love to finish with something stupid like this was not brought to you by Bye, but I highly recommend Bye. I love it. Low in calories. This is my favorite. Oh, what's your favorite? Schweppes, Schweppes original seltzer. Keeps the ooh, ooh. Keeps the yes. flowing for the singer. I love it. And we're not getting sponsored by this. Ooh, I'll do my, I almost forgot. Ah, I'll do my fun thing. So I'm going to ask you just random questions and you give the first answer that pops in your head. Got it. All right. Brown or pink? Pink. Poop or pee? Pee. <laughs> The toilet paper roll, do you need it to go on top or from the bottom? Top. Mm -hmm. Crossing your legs or spreading them out on the subway? Crossing. Let's see. Smelly armpits or sweaty armpits? Sweaty. Yeah, I think I would choose sweaty too. I hate it when I can smell myself. It's so yeah. frustrating. I agree. Sleep or massage? Ooh. Ooh, sleep. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, I, I just I love to sleep. I know. Okay, if you had the money in the world to invest, but you had to choose, would you choose a chef or a daily masseuse? Chef. I think I would go as chef too, but I'd be upset about not getting the daily masseuse. Let me tell you I can't cook to save my life. So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I've always thought... For people who are actors and they're, you know, like Renee Zellweger, you know, she's like, oh, I need to gain weight or I need to lose weight. Like these people, if they want to, in my mind, they can afford a daily chef, you know, right. someone that could be their investment. That is an option for them. So if they're like, I need to lose weight, make stuff that tastes fucking damn good, like I'm being bad, but I'm going to lose weight. They have that access. Like, right. to me, it's like. It's crazy. You, know? <laughs> like, you wonder why they all have amazing bodies, because they all have their personal trainers and chefs. Yeah, just like, damn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, okay. And then, now, mic drop moment. This mic drop moment is not brought to you by Schweppes or by. <laughs> so your mic drop moment is going to be to anybody struggling in theater. And it's just something that you might not even need to tell yourself right now. It doesn't need to be one sentence. It's just that message. Like, what would you, when you needed encouragement, what are things that you know you would like to hear that you can share with them in five, four, three, dos, uno. I think it's also, I think it's something I tell myself, but I also just tell my students. Um, it, it's okay to feel defeated and it's okay to, to take some time and, and to really explore your mental health and, and, to, um, and to try to stay positive as much as you can. But the thing that's going to remain and the thing that's going to really help your process of being a performer is if you just keep working hard. You have to keep working hard. You can't sit on the couch and feel bad for yourself that you aren't getting auditions because you're not getting auditions because you're not going. You have to make the effort to go to class. You have to make the effort to go to the gym. You have to make the effort to go to physical therapy. You have to make the effort to eat, eat well. And you have to make the effort to be in the room. If you're not in the room and you're not striving for that, for that job, then that job is not going to come to you. You can't be lazy and you have to make, if this is your career path, and you're bartending or working at a restaurant or doing a side hustle, that's great. 
but you have to make musical theater or dancing or singing your priority and that needs to be across the board what's the most important like it's it's really 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 hard to balance everything but having like a, I still have a paper planner and I make sure that everything's written down and I make sure that my daily activities are all written down and I make sure that I make time for everything I think the big mic drop mic drop moment is you can't sit in in your sorrows and feel bad for yourself you have to just keep keep pushing and keep working hard because that's what I did and it literally will pay off like I, I mean I I've seen it I've seen my friends just struggle 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 I've struggled and I see my friends succeeding and doing wonderful things so just keep pushing and working hard I'm tearing up I hate you Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Jenna. I fucking love the shit out of you. Thank you. I love you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, you guys. If you want to reach out to Kevin, Kevin, where can they find you? On Instagram? Yeah, I'm at Raponi on Instagram. Um, reach out. Talk to me. I'd be happy to, to give you advice or, or lead you in the direction of someone who probably could give you better advice than me. Oh, um, come on. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> Everything you just gave is such gold. I cannot wait for people to hear this. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Love you. Love you.